My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. Our artist of the day today is hip-hop artist Manelik Nesta Gibbons, a.k.a. Don Dada. Very good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. Thank you for having me out here. Yes, yeah, <laughs> good to have you back. I've, I've interviewed you before, but on my Friday shows, I, I think. Know. You know, so now we're in another time slot. Yeah, and you know what? I like the morning. It's just nice and fresh. We get to catch people as they wake in. So, you know, shout out the morning show. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, Don Dada, as is always the case, we always start this feature by asking the question what's your morning routine the daily routine that gets you up and going oh you know i i've had the same routine i think from high school i wake up i listen to music mm. uh shower studio mm. and then that's how i work uh, since i think uh 2007 mm-hmm. so yeah wake up sing shower and then studio Nice. <laughs> Studio is the way of life. Yeah. Now, you are a reggae artist, and um, the, I think the first time we spoke, there was a song of yours that was going to be part of the Zimbabwean president's inauguration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was my song, uh, Zimbabwe Kubatana. Mm. Um, yeah, it was quite hectic, actually. I went through, I performed it at the IECC Stadium with Ja Praiser. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite a, a crazy experience. It was my first time actually performing with so much military in the building. So. <laughs> <laughs> you keep yourself in order, you know. Um, but yeah, from there, I've, I've really um, gone in a, in a different direction. I think I was focusing more on hip hop um, in mm, that time, mm. and now I've, I've gone very much into the reggae dancehall scene. Okay. So you know, you're getting a brand new Don Dada now. All right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. do you know guys like Fruity Star? Oh, and those are my boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because um, I must say, you know, um, those who are in the know are saying that yeah. there's a regrowth. There's a time where a reggae and dance whole kind of like slowed down yeah. and you know it was kind of like reverberating at a very low energy but now it's picking up true it's picking up and and it's gaining momentum yeah, yeah. you know what what caused you to change direction um you know the the it was actually quite weird i was called to do a radio interview by a station called with dudley vibes in new york city nice. um by a man by the name of mc Kula. so he called me and we do this interview and um, a man was listening in all the way out in Jamaica by the name of Leroy Scarlett. Okay. So he heard the interview and he really liked, you know, the African flavor and uh, the music itself. So he sent, he got in contact and he sent me through some beats. Mm. And he was like, listen, um, let's see what we can do on something. And that was actually the beat for Jai is good. Mm. Um, so I sat and like, I didn't know really what to do. I, it was my first time really doing something with that type of a flavor. Um, we created Jai is good and we sent it back. And uh, next thing you know, they're calling us and saying, listen, they love the song in Jamaica. They've taken it to Tough Gong International. Oh, wow. And, and Tough Gong wants to do your distribution. Were you expecting that? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's quite strange because, like, you know, as a hip-hop artist, I was always looking at, at the hip-hop avenues and thinking, you know, Rockefeller Records mm. or those type of things. And then to hear Tough Gong International and Bob Marley, it was something that I didn't expect, but at the same time, something I could not turn down. I mean, it's Bob mm. Marley. So, Hello. Have yeah. you since been to Jamaica to meet up with the guys? I shall be in Jamaica on this. I perform on the 6th of February at Bob Marley's uh, birthday celebrations. Oh, uh, in wow. In Kingston. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also doing another four t- uh, four shows out there. I'll be performing with Sizzler. I'll be performing with a whole bunch of the, the very big Jamaican artists. Mm. So that'll be going down in the beginning of Feb. All right. Now, in terms 
of your um, music life, which of course does um, include hip hop, um, yeah. you used to have Dada Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us more. <laughs> this was more on your 1912 online radio. Um, and the 1912 radio, tell us more about that. Um, 1912 online radio works hand in hand with the Johannesburg Region Communications Division of, of the, the AMC. I've been to yeah. their studios. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure whether it's the same one. Exactly. You guys. know, because I was like, okay, I've been to 1912 with Sipo. Yeah, running guy, yeah. it. And yes, I know 1912 radio, but I just needed to be clear. Yeah. That's 100%. So they were very gracious to offer me um, a segment to do my little hip hop show, which I do every Friday from 6 to 8 for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been going quite well. I mean, I've, I've brought through some major guests. I mean, we talk about like Jamie Majors, uh, the Lezers, um, Bongani Farsis and as well what I, I prefer to do is bring through very unknown artists and mix mm. them with the, the major guys just to give them a bit of exposure you know so that's been going very well but um, since December hit We've been on holiday with the show. I think I only start again next week. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, right now we just focused on studio. <laughs> studio work. Yeah. Now, let's talk about, you know, your own um, early days, you know, when, yeah. when you were growing up and just, you know, getting into life, mm-hmm. you know, growing mm-hmm. up. What were some of your early musical influences? Oh, um, my, that's my dad. That's my dad, right? Who's right here in studio yeah. with yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, filming, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> this is the, the coolest man ever. Um mm. I grew up with my pops always having jam sessions with guys like uh, Uncle Victor, Dr. Victor and the Rasta Rebels, mm. um, Herbie, Herbie Diamond now in, in Zimbabwe, they call him, metaphysics in Germany, he's like uh, one of the biggest hip-hop artists in Germany, mm. he used to do South Africa's Shaw Road to Fame, he yeah. was a presenter on that, so... They used to have their sessions, and that really influenced me into the music. But my dad and them were very reggae. And uh, when I got older, you know, my voice broke, and I had no singing for me. That is too deep for that. <laughs> <laughs> so the hip-hop came. Yeah? Yeah, yeah so that's, that's basically how it came. My older cousins loved hip-hop, and they influenced me towards it. And my dad with the music made me love the creativity side of it. So I feel like it was a natural fit. Now, a lot of artists um, that I interview, you know, um, who don't have, you know, the privilege of coming from artistic families, always say, oh, you know, my parents were against me getting into the music industry. They were scared because, you know, number one, is it financially viable? Is Mm -hmm. it stable? You should have something to fall back on. Did your parents ever have that conversation with you? 100%, 100%. um, I ended up coming and studying right here at the SABC across Mm. the road at Academy of Sound Engineering. Um, They said, look, music is brilliant, but you need something to to fall back on. And I was like, listen, I'll fall back on music and be an engineer. (laughs) So (laughs) that's pretty much what happened. Mm -hmm. And they've always been supportive. Um, My dad and myself, actually, we work together on our company called Rough Cut Studios. Um, My mother is our marketing and and PR. Mm -hmm. So we all, like the whole family is involved in the company. So it's, it's a beautiful thing, I think. Hey, yeah. working with your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your parents think it's weird that you work with your parents, guy? Like, They're you, very jealous. Can you, can you breathe? <laughs> <laughs> They're very jealous. You know, my, my, my parents are very cool, Um, very cool. My dad, you know, when I perform, he's usually the one dancing more than everybody else in the, in the place. Okay. You know, he's tearing it up. Uh, my mom, she did 20 years at MTN from the first call on the network. She was part of the 20 people that started it mm. um, at Pinmole Farm. So she's got very much experience when we talk about marketing and PR. Yes, so yes. for her to step away and say that now I'm going to focus on your guys thing, mm. that was a big blessing. So I never see it as, as having people, um, 
you know, authority figures over you. I see it more as the best assistance you could ever get. Free labor. Mm. It's your family. <laughs> <laughs> free labor. Yeah. As you can see, dad is filming here. Free labor indeed. Um, tell us, what keeps you going on a daily basis? Um, family, my daughter, I, you know, even the reason I make music is, is for family. You create, I mean, once you have a child, you, everything is not for yourself. It's for them. Mm. So my daughter, um, I wouldn't have any other reason to be doing this. Yeah. yeah. And, and in terms of um, what motivates you, you know, to keep doing better and to keep breaking those boundaries, you know, and growing as an artist, you know, what's your inspiration behind that? Because you're very driven. I think it's... I don't even think it's inspiration. I just, I love music. I love it. And, and I look at it like you'll never stop learning. And, and when you're learning, you're always growing. Mm. And from that perspective, like I was sitting in the studio last night with the 18-year-old kid. And I'm 31 years old. You know, my music is, is in a different way. I feel like I'm a bit more mature with the music. But I was learning a lot from him because music, it, it's always evolving. And these young dudes are the new generation coming in. So it was quite a refreshing uh, take on the game to sit with him. So I feel like you're never too old to learn. I think that's that's why I keep pushing. All right. Well, we're going to play some music. We do have a woman around the world. And this one is also from Don Dada. Three to five, sound awake on SAFM. Please sound for all the ladies in the world. Hold on, sir. Woman run the world. Some say woman run the world. They run it. They run it. Man, I die for the woman. No man, I vex fake life for the woman. Black card, one shopping, pay the price for the woman. Anything she want, me go and do it. So me say, Woman, run the world. Yeah. So me say, Woman, run the world. Sound the selector, why I say, Room boy. Black princess, you na need na man, you are an empress. Push up on your hand if you feel this got money that you win invest Soon enough you're living off my interest Raising you to buy yourself Girl you have to respect that princess Queen in my heart you love the realest Me looking at your eyes I know me see forgiveness Passion put fire upon the phoenix Push up on your hand toward the ceiling And let me hear you screaming Love is like a battlefield.
It is 15 minutes before 5 o'clock. Ja is good. That's the sounds there of John Dada. And now we just uh, played Women Run the World. And tell us more about the song Women Run the World. Very true, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, You know, I was thinking about something to empower the ladies. I was, you know, reading the news. You can get kind of depressed. I was reading articles where, the, you know, a lot of dudes have been committing a lot of violent acts towards their ladies. And I thought, you know, we need to make a song that glorifies the women, especially if you look at hip hop. I feel that we miss that uh, that aspect a lot. Um, they don't glorify; they're more put down. Mm. So I approached it like, listen, women run the world, and because we love ladies so much, that's why they run the world. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You know, in fact, they say that um, most African households, in any case in Africa, are run by women. Yeah. You know, yeah. not even males. So I'm they literally sure. do run the worlds of many, many, many people out there. Yeah. But don't just before we, we came back on air, we're just talking about how, you know, the new developments in your life are going to change your life. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, being with Rafting uh, Productions is big. You know, the, those yeah. those are the people that, you know, keep the money name alive and not just alive, but commercially viable True. up to today, you know. And, you know, getting on that is big. You know, and it's obviously going to open up an international uh, stage. You know, yeah. what, what does that mean to you just, you know, making, that uh, transition from just being a local artist or an African artist to possibly becoming, you know, a global artist? Um, you know, it, just, it makes me proud. It makes me proud. It, it, it means that, you know, the music that we make here in South Africa is on a global level. Um, I was born in Zimbabwe, you know, and uh, when I look at, when I listen to the music that's coming out in Zimbabwe, like it, a lot of it doesn't go further mm. than Zimbabwe. But it's showing that what we make here in South Africa and in Africa, it can touch the whole world, you know. So that's one thing. And I've been trying to take, I've got an artist, Seed Under. She makes something called Nkwaito. She's from the Eastern <laughs> Cape. It's her version of Kwaito, you know. So this is someone that I'm going to be taking with me on all of the stages from America to Jamaica this year. We'll be touring. She'll be with me. So we're going to take him quite to the world. They need to know. Yeah, they need to know Eastern Cape. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's interesting, but um, you know, you do have you know some possible you know international touring that's yeah. going that's going on. You're saying that definitely you're wanting to bring a Guaito sound. Yeah, yeah. And um, do you think that you know the Guaito sound is uh, going to pick up? I mean, we've seen the guys like Sweet Speeds, you know, yeah. dancing to you know the Babes Were Doomo, and we've seen uh, movies like Black Panther, you know, yeah. having some of those soundtracks. You know, 100%. do you think that you know that this um, whole move, it's like an energy of this just blowing up of people saying wow Africa is awesome it's music it's clothes everything about it I do I think it's it's something that you know the world loves something unique they love something different and that's something that we have to offer them is is in our music is something unique and different um that's one thing I was I used to always complain about with the hip-hop cats is that when you make hip-hop do not try and sound like you're from Atlanta mm. or California because they can easily just go and listen to a guy from Atlanta. You know mm. what I mean? We don't need a, a Joburg Atlantean. Mm. So, like, when you listen to Kwaito, that's us. 100% through and through. Com, that's us. 100%. Mm. Mm. So that's what we offer the world. And it's it's unashamedly South African. And I love it. And I think they're going to vibe with it too. I think that's the, one of the biggest selling points of Jai is Good. When they heard that, that hook, Tatisku, why, why? They went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so yeah, I think that the, they're ready for it. They they're quite ready for it. Nice. I don't think they're ready for the performance though, because we're gonna be on stage. The guara guara, everything's coming out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practicing your moves there. Definitely, definitely. Oh wow, that's going to be exciting. And just you know, in in terms of 
um, the music that you know you're putting out there. Um, you know what's been the re- the reception? I mean, obviously you're on these digital um, you know platforms, yeah. and you see how people are re- uh, you know responding to music. Um, the re- the reception has been quite good. Um, I-, I think I'd start with my Viva Mandela song. Um, we did one one point eight or one point five million digital sales with that. So we went like multi platinum in a, in like four months, wow. which is quite insane. Um, so the reception has been amazing. What I have found out though is that when you start traveling in Africa, not everybody has uh, access to these digital platforms, the credit card things like iTunes and Google mm, Play and such. Mm. So it's something that I've been trying to wrap my head around. I know that they all on cell phones, so the cell phone networks need to do something that we can get our music on all of these on all of their networks across the African continent. I think that would be the way for us to touch everybody easily. Um, but the the reception again, I'll say, has been crazy, especially with the reggae. I think it's because of my look. People, <laughs> he's they, got very long dreadlocks, just so you know, right? Uh, just like his dad, you know. <laughs> so you won't miss him, Don. It's been an absolute pleasure having you in studio. Please share with us um, your your social media handles. Thank you so much. Uh, my social medias uh, is all the same. Uh, whether you go to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, it's all at Don Dada Music. You can also go to my webpage, which is www com. Um, you can also catch me on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Dizzer. When the music is playing, whip out your cell phone, Shazam me, it'll pop up. MTN, I'm in the MTN Play Zone. Vodacom, I'm in your music stores. And Celsius, I'm on your black TV. So you can catch me basically anywhere. I'm that irritating guy. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dad, anything to say before we go off? Um, sponsors. Ah, sponsors. Sponsors must pay for their own airtime, not SFM's time. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it is nine minutes before uh, five o'clock. Here's this new day. Straight after that, Lira with Mali.